I stay posted in the paint. I'm focused like the coaches, man. I be spitting game. Messed around, got a triple double. Never trip or stumble. SSDLG, that's the click that run you. Got that magic flow. Dirk fade, Mavericks flow. Rack City, don't pass it though. Throw the dime, you can't bag one, no. Uh, it's that 2K flow. You think you hot? If you say so. Ballin' out of control. Oh yeah, they know. I'm Kobe on the mic. Show them the lake show. You see me shooting threes on a fast break. On fire and I use them as my ashtray. My defense force them to a double dribble. Throw a pass around my back quicker than a missile. There goes the alley-oop. Shatter the backboard. That's how we do. This is what we do, SS over everything, you ain't messing with the crew Every single summer, every single winter All we do is ball, all we do is kill em All we do is kill em, take it to the ceiling Yeah, we in the building and we hurting y'all feelings Sensational, we a movement We can do it They do have a timeout, decide not to use it Curry, way downtown, bang, bang Oh, what a shot from Curry with six tenths of a second remaining. Should the Spurs foul? Should Miami go for the three right away? Just attack the basket. James catches, puts up the three. Won't go. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History point of bang! Tie game with five seconds remaining. I mean, it, listen, we're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. <laughs> you the real MVP. Yo, SSBA, what is going on? This is your co-host, Swim Funk, a.k.a. Swim the Loop, a.k.a. Swimothy, a.k.a. Swim the God. What's going on? We had uh, I had a chance to sit down with Fitz, and we uh, you know tackled some uh, important issues upcoming. We we talked about the um, you know the the trade deadline that passed a couple of weeks ago or, or last week, whenever it was. Um, we talked about uh, we released the All Star results, and um, we talked about the bonus that each player will be getting. Um, we talked about uh, you know just some of the the past league events. Um, the, the the regular season awards maybe uh, closing up here, and um, you know we wanted to kind of just throw out some feelers, and, and you know we're actually thinking about opening up uh, voting maybe a little bit to you guys and give you guys a vote um, for all the postseason or regular season awards that are announced, uh, you know, in the in the postseason. Um, we also talked about some of the playoff matches that uh, you know are looking playoffs seem to be shaping up rather nicely here and and you know, some potential matchups, and, um, man, I woke up, thought I had a dream, Larry Markkinen out for the rest of the playoffs, pretty much, 15 games, don't think I'm making it 15 games, so Larry Markkinen is out, what a disaster that has been, uh, I am not happy about it, play, you know, 50-something games, and it goes down the day before, so, oh, man, but anyways, um, yeah, hopefully you hopefully you enjoyed the podcast. The um the interview went roughly about uh uh fifty something minutes, so it was a good long discussion and uh we tackled uh, a a lot of a lot of ideas and uh you know, even brainstormed a little bit on, on the air. So uh hope you guys enjoy and uh yeah, let us know your uh you know, if you guys have any questions or anything that you want us to uh answer. It's a good way for you to also be in the podcast. 
Um, you submit your audio question, and we'll actually play that audio question in the next podcast and um, answer it as best we can. So, um, yeah, just it's just a way to interact and, and whatnot. So, um, but anyways, sit back, relax, and enjoy. And um, yeah, enjoy the podcast. Peace. Yo, yo, what up, Fitz? What up, boy? How you feel, man? Man, not too bad. Headed to uh, this Cub game here, so at least it's not snowing. So. I got that going going for me, so it's gonna be a good day. What's going on with you? Not much, man. I'm definitely not worried about no snow, so it'll be almost 90 degrees here in a little bit. So I'm actually sitting here with uh, <laughs> I the, hear that. the lovely Miss Carla Carla Fitzgerald. <laughs> she laughed because I gave my I gave <laughs> her last name, but no, she's sitting here with me. Uh, like I said, no, I'm I'm ready. I'm excited for this uh, episode. It's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, it's good to be back. Yeah, I, I know uh, last time we talked, we wanted to try to uh, you know, get a hold of uh, Sane and, and interview him, and, and it just didn't work out. And uh, um, still, we still may um, you know, try a, an interview with him, but uh, I don't know if it was the three-person technique or, you know, the kind of flooded their, uh, you know, system or whatever, but um, it just didn't work. I don't know. I mean, it also could be his phone um, because he, we were... He said he heard us fine, but I couldn't hear yeah, the damn thing yeah, he it said. Was, it was so. definitely... Uh, <laughs> hey, I guess that was... Uh, Maybe the, the 2K guys didn't want him to share too many secrets with, with everybody else. That, that's all. It was. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what we got going on today? Uh, looks like um, the trade deadline passed. Um, I know we wanted to talk about the All-Star results. Um, maybe a little playoff preview, possibly. Um, and maybe some awards. Yeah, kind of look at, think, yeah, the, look at um, you know, it's kind of see who's kind of getting in position right now for this. You know, this last week of the season, shit, you know, it's, it's kind of flown by. Uh, playoff race is really heating up in both conferences. Then uh, can kind of give a little bit of outlook to it, who some of our, uh, our leading candidates are for, for some of the awards. I know uh, at the trade deadline, I think uh, I think the only major moves we had, I, I know we got uh, Steph Curry. Uh, he's in Memphis now. Um, I think we I think we had predicted that, too, in, like, the first podcast to the season. Yeah. That, uh, if there was going to be a team out there that – you know, they had the assets to move and kind of and package something together that it could be the Grizzlies. Uh, I think he sent like like four or five players to Golden State. Um, yeah. Yeah. And a pick, a I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, out there, and, uh, and he's got Curry now. Uh, it was like a little bit too late. Uh, kind of already been officially eliminated from playoff attention, but, uh, but Curry's been doing his thing. And, uh, I think T-Dot uh, now, because uh, a lot of people didn't know I don't know why everybody had this thought that this was Curry's final season. Curry's locked in for another year. I think maybe had more people been aware of that, maybe they would have, you know, tried to make offers. But it seemed like a lot of people thought that Curry was going to be up for free agency this year with uh, with everybody else. But he's actually locked in for another season. So, uh, so great deal, great deal by uh, by T Dot. But uh, you know that deal kind of made sense with both teams. Um, you know the Warriors with Jay Will. You know he just kind of. You know, you look at that team and just you know the fall from grace from the from the initial roster to where they are now. But uh, you know that's going to allow him to focus now on developing that young guy he got, uh, Wiseman. Who, who he looked like he'll be the real deal, um, and, and just kind of take some of that pressure off. But you know, at the end of the day, he was catching a lot of heat. Like you know, you got the Warriors, you got first, you got this, then like, all right, well you still got Curry. So now he should be in a little bit more comfortable place now to truly develop not only his skills. But also the talent on this roster. But then, as far as the T dot, absolutely like the move. Um, 
you know, and, and think about the trade. He had to take he had to take back some stuff like the Chandler Parsons contract and stuff to make it, but he still got a little bit of flexibility this offseason. Um he was able to keep a couple good, you know, solid pieces around Curry too. So uh, I look for him to be a, uh, a playoff sleeper this next season. Um, then we also had the uh, the deal that my Lakers made, the uh, the Draymond Green deal. Getting Draymond Green from the Raptors uh, gave up Dwight Howard, Deontay Davis, uh, Jeremy Grant, uh, and the Rockets' first round pick, which uh, is trending toward lottery right now, actually. So, so that was a uh, kind of strong move uh, made. Uh, I mean, damn near you could say with with you know Lonzo Ball, you know, acting as Curry and, and Durant being the shell of himself, but still KD, uh, adding Green and with RJ Barrett, probably brought the closest thing that you're gonna find to like the stock that stock Warriors roster right now. Uh, and he's added a lot of versatility. Like I said, he came in and uh, you know when he had that quadruple quadruple double for him against the Pistons, that was crazy. Uh, Twenty points, like fifteen rebounds, fifteen assists, and, and ten steals. That was a uh, wow. that was an amazing game. So I, I think that uh, the nice change of scenery for him made sense for the Raptors because uh, you know a, again a player like Draymond Green, you're really not going to get full value out of him unless you got other stars around him. Um, so you know he was able to land another lottery pick and some some expiring deals. So you know he'll have a ton of money coming back, um, and hopefully that's a piece for me that can help me, man. The West is uh, God is tough this year, man. It's tough. Uh, we starting to see already, you know, that injury bug, you know, first the Blazers and now the, uh, the Kawhi Leonard injury to the Clippers, um, you know, may also dictate how things go this offseason as well. I mean, this uh, playoff as well, too. So hopefully Draymond Green to be a piece. Um, I know the Nets. I know the Nets and the Magic. Yeah. Yeah, That's yeah. They traded for Millsap. Yeah. The Nets sent out a couple of those rookies. I know he was hiring the guy uh, with Cunliffe, I think. He sent him away. Um and he brought in Millsap and Middleton, I think he got as well, too. So, uh, you know, it, again, just goes to show, you know, you know, it's like a broken record at this point, but we constantly say, you know, as long as BZ running the Nets, I mean, is really is anybody really safe? You know, I mean, this is <laughs> – I feel like the roster's remade every couple of weeks. Uh, yeah. But, you know, now maybe this ties them down a little bit because with those contracts and Middleton, Max, and DeRozan and stuff like that, he really don't got the flexibility this offseason. So now maybe he's got a core with a – you know, Fox, DeRozan, Middleton, and Millsap. Uh, you can stick with that core. Uh, some interesting pieces. Uh, as far as the Magic, uh, JD's come in now taking over for J-Marge midseason. Uh, got them in the thick of the playoff race and, and unloading those contracts. Uh, he could be a sleeper this offseason. Going to have a ton of money. And if he could, uh, you know, continue winning some games, uh, get that coach prestige up and you know, maybe find an upset or two and even sneak yourself into the conference finals, you know, the Magic could kind of go from one of those uh, worst to first type deals as far as uh, as far as destination. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on the trade deadline? Yeah, I I, um, I I didn't really like the trade. I actually, um, on your behalf, I actually thought you were losing the trade. I just don't think Draymond is that great of a 2K player. Um that his overall rating says he does a lot of things good. But he doesn't do anything really that great. Uh, I guess you can say his on-ball defense or help defense is, is um, you know, great. But you know that that that's such a hard was hard, hard rating to well, really yeah, no, right. see okay. your value. Like so, him, uh, yeah, a player like him, I can tell you, you know, his value is not going to always be quantified in the box score, and I and I can see that. You know, now that's in games I've had with him. Like, I mean, yeah, you take the triple doubles and quadruple doubles away, where he's had like. Two points, three rebounds, stuff like that. I'm like, damn, but he's been, you know, the best player on the court. Again, a player like him, you really, 
you're really only going to maximize when you got yep. two or three other 90 rated guys out there, you know, along with you. So, uh, so it'd be interesting. And I, and I don't, I don't think the Raptors yeah. were really going to use him that well. Um, so it made sense for the Raptors to just kind of dump him and, and move on to this off season. And, you know, you, you, know, you took him on and, and, you know, we'll see if you will be regretting yeah. that move come this off season when, you know, you're, when this, you know, the greatest of all time uh, off season hits us, and and all these players That's are true. there, I'm definitely, uh, um, I'm definitely you know, strapped like zero, zero flexibility. So that's the truth. Yeah, then yeah, then the Nets. I mean, yeah, the Nets are the Nets, man. They they just they they just rebuild every every couple of weeks, every season. It's it's a it's a rebuild. It's a wouldn't be surprised if um, you know Millsap is on the block again and. DeRozan, and he tries to get rid of all this money right. to um, right. be a part of free agency again. Um, it, it just, you know, he always complains on how, you know, he doesn't have the roster, but it doesn't seem like he ever really practices with them. Like You don't get a chance. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> well, you, you, he loses one game, and it's maybe even it's a game that he should really lose. Right. Like, he's playing a good team, and, you know, he really, you know, it happens, man. I, man we all we all have games where it just shit doesn't fall and whatnot. And um, he just seems to um, just panic and be like, all right, everyone's, fuck on, it. The everyone's on the, everyone's on the block. We're going to, it didn't work one game. And it just, it doesn't, it's not a good way to run a team, honestly. Um, and so I do like what the magic did there. Yeah. They, they set themselves up nicely for the future. So we'll, we'll see how, you know, if they can get that coach rating up to, to cause they're in a decent market. I mean, I don't know where Orlando falls, but I can't imagine. It's yeah, yeah, the, the middle, bottom. Middle I would think pack, it's in yeah, the middle somewhat. The middle uh, Again, yeah, it's one of those that definitely, uh, you know, if he can if he can land a star there, I think that'd be uh, he's he's definitely proven his stick skills already with the roster that he's got. So yeah, if he can get some talent yep. there, um, the magic and, and you know, like that that bottom of the, of the East is wide open. So I mean, he could definitely uh, he could make a push. Yeah, I do like the way we did the new trade deadline. Um, with the uh, whatever the date and uh, a game deadline as well, uh, I, I really think it, it kind of limited teams from just playing every game to start and then trading. You know, you play 50 games with one guy and then you trade him and you get another, you right. know, X amount of games out of him because you know it's just it, it just didn't make sense. So I do like that we we put that out and, and it just it seemed to flow better. So um, yeah, yeah, and then on um, the the Curry trade, I, I do. Um, I like what I like what the Grizzlies did as far as you know getting Curry, and it, it was a move that we kind of predicted would happen. Or they, you know, they just the two rosters matched up very nicely. Um, and you know, I actually was one of the few that thought that Curry was an expiring deal. Uh, I remember going back and reviewing the trade just to make sure everything was uh, you know legit. And looking at it, I'm like, oh yeah, damn, Curry yeah. has another year after that. Me. Makes so, that trade look even. Um, makes that trade look even better. For yeah, well, kind of, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's he's not. I mean, he is a rental, but hell, anyone yeah. you can say anyone's a rental in this league. You know, with the short contracts and whatnot. So you know, a year and a half of Curry. Um, you know, and then you know the Warriors got you know Donovan Mitchell. They got a nice several couple of players that. I think could help them fill out a nice little team next year. So we'll see how the uh, Warriors right on, right can on. rebound if they can. So, um, 
Yeah, and then uh, yeah, I think, I think was that at, was uh, all the trades, right? The, uh, yeah. People have been waiting on the um, the All Star, the All Star selection. I'm ex- I'm excited for this. You've been keeping this. Oh yeah, up, man. I, I, I've been wanting to know what's. Uh, how yeah, 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 yeah. So we had um, we had quite a few um, votes. I think we had okay six, fifteen votes. Uh, so half the league, you know, and then which we. Um, you know, we were, the, the voting was open for I think 36 hours, so it was a good amount of time. So, um, but so in the East we have um, Demar uh, Derozan, Malik Monk, Damian Lillard, Markel Fultz, and what's that four? Uh, Zach Levine and okay, uh, Levine, Levine made from that's the, nice, man. The, you know, a lot of people. Uh, that's nice, Levine. Okay. Yeah, so Conley and Fox are actually tied yeah, at six. Win percentage tiebreaker. Um, and then I just, uh-huh. I think, I think, yeah, exactly. Win percentage was the tiebreaker. I think uh, it's, the, it's the kind of the best way to do it. So um, that gives the the edge to Fox. So yeah, Levine, uh, yeah, uh, what two, two wins? That's, and that's funny that you said Conley. Uh, he almost snuck in there. I know I was one of those that, uh, you know, I, I voted for Conley. You know, um, you know, George is. As irrational, you know, as he can be, you know, I was just telling him, like, well, I, there's a case against him. But I actually, Conley was having, like, a top 10, top 15 point guard kind of season. So, uh, man, he just, he just missed it. So, so, so Snubs on the East. Uh, Lowry with two votes. I thought he should you know have what, more than two. But at the time, the uh, Cavs really didn't have a lot of games played. A lot of people probably were, uh, you know, took that into account. Yeah. Or um, Frank, um, yeah, from the or whatever his name is. He had five. He had, yeah, he had uh, five votes. Wow. He just missed it. Um, I yeah, I thought that was a good. And then um, mm. Devin Booker on the Knicks. That you know, it. that's a winning winning team. Um, so it's just surprising that I mean I know Levine or Levine, um, you know, got in there and he actually got in there with ten votes. So it was almost unanimous. Um, but yeah, it's just surprising that you know they they how teams look at you yeah. know points per game or something and maybe don't take. But it you know something to, like uh, um, but with, I think uh, overall the on the Bucks, you know, it probably just the whole league just kind of got you know that whole Giannis Antetokounmpo itis so to speak, and it's just so focused on him that you know maybe the other players in that system aren't really getting the uh, you know looked at or, or, or that attention, and maybe that's something that the uh, you know, that the league voters took into account. Yeah. And then we uh, we go to the east uh, forwards. We got uh, Tatum. We got Ben Simmons. We got Giannis. Lori um, nice. Markkinen from the Bulls. And uh, Michael Porter two, Jr. Two and seconds. Miles okay. Bridges. <laughs> yeah, both Celtics. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Hey, it's their offense, man. If you... I don't know if you've seen Ocho play lately, but they just just taking turns. It's I saw Michael Porter, you know, bring a pick by and either he'll shoot a three yeah. behind the pick or Tatum, and um, that that yeah. That, I think that I don't really see any big snubs. Um, yeah, I mean it's it pretty. Porzingis, Porzingis wow. just missed and it at nine. Probably got to do. But yeah, that's probably you know, that's the performance, man. <clears throat> Yeah, exactly. So I think that's a good, um, good all story. And then we got the uh, centers from the east, um, and we got Andre Drummond leading the um, the vote getters, and we have 
Hassan Whiteside okay. and okay. Joel Embiid. You know, I was one. Yeah. Uh, Joel Embiid and uh, and and Bowl okay. actually yeah. tied it. Went tiebreaker. Yeah. Um, I was I was wondering about Bowl because he yeah he was yep. having a good season, but again it was kind of one of those uh, you know he wasn't necessarily as dominant as those guys, and then like I said he didn't also at the time of the voting the Knicks really didn't have a lot of games played too, so I, I feel like. You know, from what you sound like, we, that's happened three times now. So I'm thinking that the voters really kind of paid attention to, okay, it's the difference between putting up stats in 20 games over 40 games. Exactly. Then moving over to the West, um, we got um, the West guards, Russell Westbrook and James Harden. Uh, nice. Both had 13 votes. Uh, so those, those are the two. Uh, Jimmy Butler got in there with 11. Uh, Lonzo Ball we got in there at 11, and wow, John Wall that's surprising. I, uh, I mean, I'm, that he made it makes sense. Um, but yeah, I thought it would have been more than – now, who's the sixth, though? That's only five that you named. Who's the sixth guard? Yeah, who's the sixth guard five? in the West? One, two, three. Oh, uh, McCollum. Nice. Okay. McCollum. Okay. Yeah. So, that's a good uh, – I mean, the West is just a uh, – a team full of loaded, and that's yeah. that's a tough, uh, that's tough six guards, man. Uh, then the uh, West forwards, we got a uh, Kawhi, we got Zion, yeah. Woman, Williamson, um, LeBron, Durant. Is that four? Um, Wiggins. Nice, nice. And ah, Paul George. George made it in. I'm surprised because uh, his uh, you know, his game played was a little low. Yeah, yeah his record isn't that good. Yeah, uh, Luka Doncic just missed it at seven, uh, and Blake Griffin also just missed it at seven. So um, those are probably the snubs there. Then the uh, the West centers, we are looking at uh, Jokic, uh, Cousins, and Towns as the nice, three centers nice, representing nice. the West. I tell you what, yeah, that center that center position just in the entire league is just uh, you know you got so few spots, but so many good players jostling. But uh, no, that that definitely makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So, um, yeah, all three of these, or every player here will receive, um, you know, plus three in consistency. Um, if they are maxed out, it will go to okay, a, um, okay. an IQ rating. Um, Thanks for clearing that up for everybody. Of their yeah. choice, either defense or all offensive. So, uh, I mean, hopefully we'll get it done, um, you know, right before the playoffs, you know, maybe today or whatnot. Uh, I know I won't be by the, the PS4 much, most of the day. Um, but yeah, we, I'm sure we can get it done. So, um, we'll come out in, in a little bit. And, um, so at least you get the little boost, boost for the uh, playoffs as well. Um, it's just a nice little thing to give you, you know, the players for, you know, their achievements. We were thinking of, you know, doing a badge or something, but I couldn't find any badge that was worthwhile that was right, right. Like, overpowering. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's hard to do. So, um, yeah, we, we thought we went with that. So. Yeah, that's the uh, 2020 All Star team, and um, once again, I you know I, I still want to do that all team up, man. If if anyone is down, I, I think it that would, would be a lot of fun. Getting, uh, I mean, although I know the rosters won't be the you know the same, but you know we can get a little five on five, just one game, you know, little little hey, bragging rights, be, uh, you know. I'll uh, tell you what, it'd be fun. We should do that. We should take the uh, whoever got the two worst records in the league from the East and the West, and get them these superstar rosters. Let them go at it with each other. <laughs> well, that, that, I like that. Or even, um, 
put them uh, computer versus watch computer it, and watch it. If not, uh, you know, um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll have to, I'll see if I can, uh, you know, start, start getting these rosters uh, organized here. But, um, yeah, I mean, and then uh, we just finished up Double XP Weekend. I think that was a good, was uh, huge, nice man. little hit. It was huge. Uh, it, was, it, it really uh, boosted up activity the last week. And, uh, yeah, and we also gave 20 XP for every team that finished their season yeah. or their schedule. So that kind of offset the uh, the double XP, which which is nice. So I know uh, you know a couple of teams have hit their, their full 40, 58. It just didn't seem fair to give all these other teams right. double XP kind of rewarding inactivity when you should be rewarding activity. So um, we thought 20 XP was a fair amount. That's roughly... That's a count. You know, yeah. Eight, eight with, yeah, you know, exactly. Is, so, and that's pretty good, man. Um, we're, in, uh, so, yeah. know, actually, we're in season four. And again, you know, we can't say it enough. Uh, yeah, I know both swimming and myself been real busy. Uh, it's just last season. But, guys, we can't let you know enough, man. This is a it's truly a special product that we got going on. Y'all don't know how often we getting hit up by people. I'm even getting hit on like Twitter and, and the PlayStation messenger. Now the folks looking to get in, uh, people are they're hearing about the league. That's why we try to tweet as much as we can to do that. Um, it's popping, man. It's, it's popping. We appreciate all you guys. Cause again, without you, um, it wouldn't be here. And, and, and like swim said that double XP, um, it boosted activity so much that the playoff race right now swim is, uh, it's shaking out, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna start in the east. Uh, just looking, at, I'm gonna looking at this right now, okay. man. And um, I'm pretty sure in the east, kind of the top is kind of solidified. Uh, you got the 76ers and the Bucks right now trending at one two. Um, the Hornets probably definitely got a top three seed locked up as well too. And uh, big shout out to Hoos. Uh, I mean, they literally went from you know from the bottom on the tank last year to now you know top three seed uh, that they're potentially looking at. Uh, you got your Bulls in the four spot right now. Yeah, the Bulls yeah. are in the four spots. So they're looking about to get a first-round home game. Um, we just beat them Clippers, <laughs> too, though. Yeah, and got the uh, – <laughs> Shout out the to game. Red. Um, so, it looks like those five teams right there are all kind of locked in. And after that, it's now it's getting a little tight because the combination that we do with wins and XP, right now you got the Hawks. The So, right now you got the Knicks, Hawks, and Celtics in there. Um with the Magic and Nets right outside. And to tell you, so the Celtics are in the eighth wow. spot with 65 XP. You got the Magic right behind them at 64, and the Nets at 62. So it's crazy. All of these teams are still alive. Wow. But also, though, the Knicks, even though they got 21 wins, he's only got 70 XP. So activity could end up bumping him yeah. out. Uh, the Hawks, the Hawks are running out of games now. Uh, he's sitting at 16 wins. Uh, and he's got 80 XP. So it'd be interesting this last week if some of these teams, I'm looking at like the Magic, Celtics, and, you know, in the Nets, that could be kind of close to them in XP. And they, and they got some games left that they could win. Um, would the Hawks be able to hold on? You know, he's done a cow, done an amazing job this season, man. Shown a lot of improvement. And I know that'll mean a lot to him uh, and the fans in Atlanta if he's able to sneak into the playoffs, man. So I think those first five spots, um, in the East, the Sixers, Bucks, Hornets, Bulls, Heat, pretty locked up. Then you got like five teams kind of jostling for those last, uh, you know, for those last few spots. Yeah, I uh, Kyle gets these last two wins. One, just uh, hopefully that gives them a boost into the playoffs, and um, and also uh, I want him to keep that team, man. I, I 
get um, you know good with that team, and uh, and I know that a lot of people have their eye yeah. on the Hawks just because they have a ton of money opening. Oh, that's up right. And, yeah, two more. Yeah, two more um, wins. He's off the seat. Yeah, I got two more wins. Get some the. So I know he's got a couple of teams against uh, or a couple of games against these lesser teams. So um, yeah, hopefully, um, hopefully he can get those last two wins. Yeah, the I think the biggest uh, matchup to say, man, is, is or the intriguing matchup is going to be my Bulls versus that yeah. Heat. Um, both our games have been coming down to the wire, man. It's it's crazy how they they both have been um, how close they've come in the last fourth quarter. So um, it should be a fun little three game series. And then uh, it's really hard to say otherwise matchups because I don't even know what the hell is going to look like a six through yeah. eight. So <laughs> you know, like, no, it, it, um, it, it is. But yeah, the, the East is East still has the two two or three teams that are going to be tough to beat. And, um, you know, the other, we're just waiting for the others, others to kind of catch up. So we'll like see what said, happens. In the West, um, man, it's been a dog fight kind of all year. Um, and the whole thing right now is still just too close to call because uh, I think you pretty much got the field set. Um, it's going to be some combination, I can pretty much guarantee you, the Lakers, Thunder, Suns, Nuggets, Jazz, and Clippers. Uh, and I'm pretty solid that the Blazers should be in, too. Uh, but that final spot in the West right now, you got the Mavericks. That season is done at 29 games. Um, you got the Spurs right now. So the Spurs is at, uh, I mean, at 29 wins. The Spurs is at 93 XP uh, with 24 wins. So he's, with the Mavs at 116, he's about, what's that, 20, 23 away. So, I mean, that's eight wins that he needs to uh, to get or some combination of wins. Yeah, that's going to be hard. Yeah, if he can get up there. Um so, most likely, that's going to be our field. Um, I know the Thunder uh, with James Harden, they have an incredible season. Um, if he can finish off strong, uh, the Thunder got a good shot of jumping my Lakers for that number, uh, you know, for that number one, for that number one seed, and that'll be huge. You know, stuff like that is probably stuff that the voters, you know, even pay attention to when it gets to like uh, award races and stuff like that. But um, I mean, the West has just been. It's been loaded. Like I said, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams right now with 30 wins, bro. <laughs> and and, yeah. and the Spurs still playing. So, I mean, that, uh, the conference has just been stacked. Um, we got some injuries right now. You know, the Blazers lost Andrew Wiggins in the uh, literal last game of the season. Um, the, Clippers are, oh. yeah, the Clippers are battling some injuries with Kawhi Leonard right now. And uh, I know he's trying to get as many games played as he can. Uh, before the playoffs get there. So it's kind of one of those that um, I think seeding in that first-round matchup uh, is going to come down to help because, I mean, there's really no easy matchup out there. I mean, at the end of the day, if I tell you that, oh, yeah, Prince is the eight seed, and most people even look at him as kind of like a even a top-ten user here. I mean, it's it's uh, it's stacked, man. It's stacked. And uh, even the Timberwolves now coming on a little bit late. Again, I don't know if he's got the – the time or the activity to get it done, but you know, like you said, Carl Anthony Towns is making a push. Um, the T Wolves coming along, man. So that that West is loaded. Um, if I had to do a predicted order of finish, I'm probably gonna say Thunder at number one, Lakers two, see the Suns in that three spot, probably Clippers four, Nuggets five, Jazz six, Blazers seven. And I'm gonna say that the Mavericks hold on to that number eight spot. So I think I think uh, I don't I don't think Beehive will be able to catch him. Yet. I think the Mavericks hold on. So yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if the uh, the Spurs can, can 
didn't make that push. I know, um, you know, they left a very comfortable lifestyle in the East. Yeah, you know, they yeah. were in the top three seed. Um, and, and I know their activity is, hasn't been as high as it normally is. Um, and, but, it, yeah, it's just, it just goes to show you how hard it is to, to make the playoffs in the East. So they probably could be the top ten teams in the West would make the top – yeah, yeah, for real. No, literally, yeah. So, right now. Um, you know, just with the combination of of wins and activity, like the yeah, the Mavericks would be a top four seed in the East right now. That's crazy. Yep, and then yeah, just it just sometimes that you got to think about that when you're when you're making this move, and uh, yeah, you may get tired of playing in the East, but you may not make the playoffs. So um, we'll see if, if how he uh, handles that. Um, you know, if it was if he regrets moving there. Or, um, yeah, whatnot, but uh, I know the Raptors fans regret Absolutely. him leaving. Yeah, I'll yeah, tell you that. They much. had a uh, rough season. Hey, I'm gonna give another shout out to the uh, to the Sonics, man. Hey, shout out to Rob. Now you don't remember um, the one and two seasons ago. You know, Rob was competing for some of the worst records in, in SSBA history, and now um, you know had a, a, a rough season, but they were in playoff contention for the longest. But uh, with him getting past 20 wins, he's at 21 wins already. Um, again, the West is just. You know, with the Grizzlies now, you know, getting Steph Curry, he's right there. The Sonics proving themselves. The Spurs actually, I think, got like a number one or number two rated roster according to 2K sitting outside the playoffs. Like, I mean, so this is one, that's 11 teams right now. Oh, Timberwolves. That's Rockets, too. Man, so that's 13 teams headed into next season that you realistically could say got playoff aspirations, man. That's crazy. Yeah, um, yeah, the Sonics. I mean, I, I can't really say I'm surprised. I mean, this, you know, Rob took a, Rob took three. He, well, he hasn't touched the PS uh, NBA 2K since oh, the wow. PS3 days. So um, I mean, yeah. So he he took a big big uh, you know a little vacation there, and um, so I knew he was going to struggle at first, and, um, but I knew he would pick it up and you know get that team together. It was just a matter of you know him just going through the growing pains and. Um, Sure, and speak uh, you know on behalf of everyone that came from USDA. I mean, we we knew that he was going to start competing. It just it was a matter of, uh, of had when. Not the, not uh, had it. not so, the cobwebs. So uh, I feel you on that. Yeah, yeah, he had. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine just taking you know um, a break from 2K and, and picking it up yeah. four years from now and, <laughs> and seeing how, how well I am. You know. So especially with all the changes, you know, you, they got defensive True. settings now. Well, and plus, like you said, even yeah, just, you know, gotta, just the rules of our league. Because like I said, if somebody was playing in a league three or four years ago, it was probably heavy jumper ball. You know what I'm saying? Versus, yeah, versus what we got exactly, today. Yeah. So, so now, again, this is a uh, big testament to Rob. Yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember playing him uh, to first, when we first started. And, he, yeah, he, every play you would, you know, set up and, you know, play the old 2K sim rules and, um, I'm glad that we opened it up and um, you know allow allow transition a little bit more because you know the NBA is a lot of transition. It is. I mean, it's, why why would I sit back here if I'm right. five on four? Why would I sit back and just all right? Let's wait for your fifth defender to come. That's the truth. You know? That's the truth. <laughs> so I mean, it you know we got we got to start playing ball. And I know there's a lot of complaints and um, you know lately about people's style and it's. You know, we just gotta start playing it, ball, not playing true. video games. And, you know, and uh, yeah. and speaking of playing ball, um, you know, right with the playoff race, man. You know, it's something I wanted to do. Uh, we had talked about um, 
kind of want to give a little bit of a um, just an awards race preview too, man. And, and you know, we ran some polls a little while ago. Um, and the MVP race right now, man, it's really uh, it's a four horse race, man. Kind of four and a half, but um, and and it's really a couple different ways that you can look at it. You know, to some people, you know, the MVP is going to be the best player on the best team. You know, to to some other people, you know, they they really take you know scoring and, and highlight type performances. You know, some people look at it as like who's doing the most with less, making you know, make making chicken salad out of chicken shit, so to speak. And then uh, a lot of people just look kind of like who is just the best, most dominant overall player. So when I was breaking it down, you know, you look at you know, as far as an MVP race, the best player on the best team, man. Uh, Markel Fultz, he's just been having an amazing season, man. 27.9 points per game. Um, leading SSBA in assists, 13.4 right now. Um, shooting lights out. I mean, the guy's a guard in the top five in, in, in true shooting percentage up there with the big men. Uh, 57% from the field on the season. 47% from deep. Uh, the 76 is a 45-5. and five. Uh, number one rated offense, lead the league in points per game. I mean, he's really been kind of the uh, the engine, you know, to that whole deal. You know, the biggest thing with Fultz is that, you know, he going to get a lot of flack because it's like, you know, shit, man, you playing with a loaded deck. You know, it's like I could get 13, I get 13 yeah. assists, two of them, kicking to this guy and that guy. And you got, you know, Caldwell Pope and Terrence Ross. You know, I remember Terrence Ross started for me in the NBA Finals, average 20 points a game. And now he's coming off the bench like a seventh to eighth man in Philly. So, I mean, the team just uh embarrassment of riches. But, I mean, he's truly just been a almost like a computer chip out there, man. I mean, he's just establishing himself as just the most efficient, uh, dominant scoring threat we got. You know, I think when I was looking at some stuff, uh, Swim, I ran the player finder. And that's only one player in the league okay. that's got an A rating and inside scoring, mid-range scoring, three-point scoring playmaking and IQ, and that's Markel Fultz, man. He's the only player in the league that rates A in all of those categories. So, I mean, he really just uh, – the guys – I mean, he's not on probably the best pound-for-pound score we got in the league, but, you know, with that team, uh, it's just hard to focus on. So, he's been having a uh, – just a rampage of the season. When you kind of look at it like um, most dynamic scorer and um, the best team in the West, James Harden, man, right now he's second in SSBA. In both points and assists, of uh, twenty nine point six points, nine point seven assists respectively. Um, and when you look at that team, you know they shouldn't be the number three rated offense. I mean, Bradley Bill, <clears throat> he's been a little underwhelming. Um, he's down in points and field goal percentage from what he was doing in Atlanta. And then you got James Johnson, uh, uh, Justice Winslow, Jay Crowder. No real scoring on that team. But yeah, he got a third rated offense in the league. Um, everybody remembers that sixty point yeah. game he had. So. James Harden is another one that, uh, you know, he could push those Thunder to that number one seed in this last week. You know, the voters going to pay attention to that. Um, Anacupo, the Greek freak, man, uh, just like last year, he really picked up where he left off. I mean, these averages just sound stupid. 29.4 points, 10.4 rebounds, seven assists, two steals, almost two blocks. Crazy thing with him, 20.6 win shares already, and he still got games left. The next closest on his team only got five. So, I mean, he's really been wow. carrying the weight there, man. And I know that was something last year that just with the dominant season that he had uh, when he won MVP, uh, came out of him and Fultz last year, the voters really paid attention to that. Um, but we ran a poll. We kind of we polled the league, see what they thought, man. And uh, 
uh, a switch was flipped, like, after, like, the first 10 games. And LeBron James has just been crazy, man. Uh, 28 and a half points, uh, 11 rebounds, nine assists, two steals, 19 triple doubles. You talk about playing defense, too. Uh, he's in the top five in shots defended, 11.2 at 38.9% opponent field goal. I think he had a run of eight straight triple doubles at one point. And then everybody remembers the 2020-20 game. He had 20 points in points, or had 20 in points, rebounds, and assists. Uh, that was just voted the best single-game performance of the season, man. Uh, I, I don't know what's got into him. He's found, he's found new legs, new life. Uh, he's leading the league. I mean, he's playing the most minutes. I mean, he's out there dominating from, from tip-off to, to the final buzzer. Uh, LeBron has just been insane. Um, a dark horse that I got, too, which, again, could end up hurting Fox some, is Ben Simmons. A lot of people don't know because LeBron James been racking up the triple doubles left and right. Simmons actually leads the league with 20 triple doubles on the season, man. And, and, and that one-two punch. Wow. Yeah, that, that one-two punch that he's had with Fultz has just been, I mean, at 45-5, and five, man, it's just been it, it's been too dominant. It's been utterly dominant. Um, so Simmons is another one, too, that, um, you know, I doubt he gets any first-place votes. But you know, it could be you start racking up the second and third stuff like that. Those points can add up and get you up and get you right there in the thick of things, man. So that MVP race right now, I really think um, you know it's probably gonna come down between Fultz, Harden, and the Coupon and James. Um, and I, I really don't know which direction it's gonna go. It's gonna be interesting, you know. Once I once I get all the information and get the ballots together, it'd be interesting to see what my uh, what my voting panel does, man. What, what do you think about the MVP race so far? Yeah, I, I think you can make a uh, strong case for any of those four, man. I, I really don't think any any of those four, if they finish first, would be that much of a shock. Um, you know, it, it just goes to show you, that, you know, what these stars can do in this league. I mean, these stars are putting up some monster numbers. Um, you know, Markel Fultz was a former number one pick and now is, you know, essentially has the league on yeah. his back, you know, in four years, um, you know, and, and – having uh, guys like LeBron James and Giannis uh, almost kind of take a backseat to him. So um, we'll see how, how it plays out. Um, but, I, yeah, I'm still undecided as far as my ballot yeah. goes. And, and we'll, 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 we'll see how it plays out. And, um, and, and, I, and I guess it, it always is good to have open dialogue, yeah. too, you know, without the voters and, and even maybe put a final poll just to kind of get the, the league's pulse yeah. on it and see how they're – you know, what they're leading towards. And, um, yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll have some more news for that uh, shortly once the season yeah. ends. Um, like I said, and kind of just looking at some previews of the uh, of the All-SBA teams, uh, that center position, man, is, is, is crazy. You know, a lot of people know we do the All-SBA team, so we do two guards, two forwards, and one center per team. And I'm looking at it, man, and it's really, like you say, there's kind of six centers right now competing for those spots. Um, you got Jokic, you know, who was first team last year. Um, he kind of had a run-in with his coach beginning of the season, uh, and, they, and they benched him for a few games. And since, and since he's come back in the starting lineup, man, uh, he's just been tearing it up. Um, 22 points, 14 rebounds, three assists. Um, right now I got the Nuggets trending toward a top four seed. That's a huge improvement, you know, over them last year. So Jokic has been key. Um, Whiteside, a lot of people have been paying more and more attention as they've been watching more of the Heat games, the Heat streams and stuff like that. And the numbers alone really just haven't been showing his value. Um, he just feel like he's yep. just everywhere, man. But uh, he's putting up 16 points, uh, 16 rebounds as well, two blocks. 
you know, Whiteside, he's been another strong center. Uh, Bowl and the Knicks. Uh, the biggest thing hurt him is just activity. But, I mean, this young guy, second year, he was out, you know, rookie of the year last year, 17 points, 14 and a half rebounds, uh, one and a half steals, almost two and a half blocks. Uh, tied with Embiid for the league, league in blocks. I mean, he's been uh, doing his thing. Carl uh, Anthony Towns, believe it or not, actually leads all centers in PER, efficiency, and game score. So the advanced stats love him. Wow. And he's also putting on 24 and 16. So, uh, you know, it'll be one of those, like I said, with him coming on so strong late. Hey, if he gets some games in this week and, and, and sneak the Wolves into the into the playoffs, man, it's all that's just be honest. should definitely be there for him. Um, he got old, reliable. Uh, Joel and B, you know, I just feel like with him uh, getting a little bit of voter fatigue, maybe from seeing his name so much, uh, his numbers are down a bit this year. Uh, his 16 points per game is down. Uh, his 12 rebounds is down. And I think a lot of that just has to do with uh, the emergence of that guy, Bamba, who's playing beside him now. Um, but again, yeah, I think anybody who played that team knows the, the central role that Embiid has. It'd just be, you know, interesting to see with the voters, kind of with a little voter fatigue, what they do. And then uh, Drummond has just been a big part over in Charlotte, too, man, just, just with the turnaround that's taking place there. Uh, so, I mean, that's six solid guys right there at the center position. In, and it's only three, you know, spots at the center position on the all-SSBA teams. Um, to be interesting to see. Um, at the guard spot, um, obviously, Fultz and Harden, the two MVP candidates, I can't really see any situation that those aren't the first-team guards at this point. Um that second team is crazy. I, I put some numbers out there the other day and listen to these averages. So you got uh, one player, 23.7 points per game, 4.1 rebounds, 8.8 assists, and 1.9 steals. And the next player, 23.1 points, 3.9 rebounds, 8.3 assists, and 2.3 steals. I mean, these two players have literally almost had the exact same season. And that's uh, Lonzo Ball and John Wall. You know, those two. Uh, you know, two star-studded, you know, teams that are, you know, performing very well. Uh, both should be top three seeds in the West. Um, right now, I probably look for them to land those second-team guard spots. And then you get to that third team, um, you know, guard is always the deepest position we got just because so many teams in SSBA focus their attack around that league guard. Right now, you know, I got my eyes on uh, Malik Monk, um, the, the greatest three-point threat, you know, that we got in the league. He's on pace to make six threes per game this year. Um, and, wow. and he's been key with that improvement in Charlotte. Um, Russell Westbrook, Jimmy Butler. Uh, believe it or not, there's only four players in the league that average 25 points, four rebounds, and five assists. And that's LeBron James, Anna Kupo, Russell Westbrook, and Jimmy Butler. So they have great seasons, man, both uh, for playoff teams. Yeah. Uh, C.J. McCullum doing his thing in Denver, putting up 26 and 8. And then you got DeMar DeRozan. You know, even though the Nets have a little rough year, he's leading the league in scoring, man, 31.4 points per game. So I kind of see those guys kind of fighting for that last, uh, you know, for those last couple guard spots. Um, well, yep. what do you think about the guards, man, this year? Yeah, I mean, Fultz and, um, and Harden are pretty much a lock. Um, and, man, you could name – you named about six guards. I mean, you can keep going down. There's a, there's a plethora of guards that just can – you know, fill up the statue night in and night out. I mean, yeah, it took you, what, seven guards just to get to our, our league-leading scorer. That just shows <laughs> right. you, uh, you know, how many how many uh, options we have. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's definitely going to be some snubs as far as a player not making the third team, um, you know, all SSBA, because just the uh, 
the qua- the quantity of the guards, and and it just goes to show you, kind of you know, like real life, um, you know, the guards. It's a guard league, you know, heavy league, yeah. and um, those those players are going to dominate the ball. And um, you know, you didn't even talk about Kyrie Irving, and you know, uh, you know. He was he was what second team last year, third team last uh, year, and, and he's not even going to be um, yeah, honorable yeah, mention. Honorable mention that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so it's, it's stacked, man. That guard position is stacked. So uh, if I had to give a prediction, I'd probably say Monk and Westbrook. I do think, um, if I say Westbrook just had a he just had a huge season. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what kind of campaigning we get this last week of the season. You know, uh, yeah, it'd be, it'd be, yep. But I probably <laughs> say I'd say Monk and Westbrook. Uh, in those last two guard spots, but again, you know, it's um, you know, once the ballots are done, we still got a week left of the season. Could be some shaking and moving, so uh, so we'll see. Uh, at the forward spots, I think these are pretty locked down. Again, um, you got the two MVP candidates who should make the first team, and uh, and Anna Cooper and LeBron James. Uh, they've been having outstanding seasons. Um, right behind them, Ben Simmons and uh, and Kawhi Leonard. Um, again, Kawhi was having a great season before this injury, man. Um, yeah, but again, you know, leading the Clippers, uh, coming back, um, we got one of the best win percentages in the league. Um, and then you get to that, you know, the last kind of forwards, um, you know, in contention. I think you got Kevin Durant. Um, you know, he missed 15 games this season, but you know, he's been strong. Um, Anthony Davis, uh, Zion Williamson, man, Zion Williamson from the Spurs. Uh, he's averaging 26, and yep. He's been like a little baby LeBron, top five in the league and uh in triple doubles too. So uh, if he can help that team sneak into the playoffs, it'd be key. Uh, He's uh, developing that jump shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, marketing from the Bulls, man. It's been another one. Uh, outside of Monk, I don't know if we got a, a more feared three-point shooter right now. He's just kind of doing it uh, from another level. Uh, Jackson Jr. with the Mavericks. Uh, and then Tatum. You know, I heard his name on the All-Star ballot. Uh a lot of people not looking, but you know Tatum putting up twenty five and five, man. I mean, efficiently. Yeah, yeah. He he's been having a uh, he's been having a strong season. Uh, he's kind of been a sleeper of mine all year that I've been keeping my eye on. Uh, you know, if the Celtics can hold on to a playoff spot, um, that could go a long way in helping Tatum get some love. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how that plays out. But uh, like I said, the four spot not as deep this season uh, as it had been. But uh, like I said, I'm pretty sure, like I said, LeBron and uh, and Anna Kupo gonna make that first team. Simmons and Kawhi should probably be, you know, that your second team. And then that third team, uh, between Durant, Anthony Davis, Williamson, Marketing, um, I don't know. It's kinda of, it's kinda of up in the air on that. So what do you think, man? Yeah, it it really is. Uh I mean Giannis is uh Giannis and LeBron are gonna be prop most likely first team. Um, but then you know, you got Ben Simmons up there. Yeah. And, um, you know, Tatum and it, it just you know, Michael Porter Jr. It's that whole you know the forwards are are are, are tough because it, it it goes it goes really deep um, as far as the forwards. I mean, you can say the guards are, are maybe top ten. I could say the forwards are top twenty. Yeah, uh, uh, are, are you know all star worthy? Uh, I know that West all forward list. Yeah, only six got selected, but um, man, I, I I felt like ten of those all uh, West forwards could have been could could have uh, made all star. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So. Um, yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Um, once again, I do want to do a poll just to kind of get the the league of the you know Voice post of the league, the league yeah. and um, you know just and see what 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 other people are thinking. I I, I try when I you know, I take my vote serious and I I want to make sure I get it right. Hey, you know what, man? And that wouldn't be a bad idea. You know, we'll um, 
I mean, here we are brainstorming, talking about it on radio, but, you know, maybe even do something like that. You know, if we get a league vote, you know, we can have that count as a, you know, as one of the voters, you know, on my, on my panel. You know, you know what I'm saying? Something like that would be a good idea, too, man. So, yeah, I actually thought about that, um, having having a, uh, a league-wide vote and yeah. then using those results as a uh, – Treat, treat, yeah, treat that as one of my as one of my panel members. Yeah, that might be uh that might be the move right there. Yep. And I like that. Um and then like I said, that center position right now, just between those six guys, Jokic, Whiteside, Bold, Drummond, Towns, and Embiid, I don't even want to I can't guess who's gonna be first, second, or third on that. It's yep. just it, it's too close to call. Um you know, White side's been strong, but like I, I, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. I'm have to, that's something I really have to sit down and truly. Uh, I'm probably gonna have to look at like their performance, team success. Just I'm have to watch some streams and stuff for that. Uh, that's me too close to call. Looking at all defense right now, um, just really you know just from kind of what I'm seeing, it's kind of looking like a Lakers and Suns show. Believe it or not, uh, the Lakers and Suns right now are kind of both on pace that had the best defensive rating. Uh, that we've had in SSBA, uh, the Lakers at ninety six point five, and the Suns at ninety nine point zero. They got those same got those same two guards, uh, John Wall, uh, right now leading the league in steals, two point three a game. Um, he's been crazy, you know. Saying gave him that purple defensive stopper, and it's showing, man. Uh, Thirty eight point three percent opponent field goal on eleven shots a game. So I mean, he's been playing defense, man, and, and locking folks up. Um, Lonzo Ball, I think this be like his third straight. Uh, all defense selection. Uh, he's second among guards in steals, blocks, and rebounds. Um, 39.7 opponent field goal uh, on 10.8. So he's almost guarding 11 shots a game, too. Um, I think those two pretty much got that solidified at the guard spots, man. They've they just been uh, they've been locking up and just leading two historic defenses that we got. Um, mm-hmm. The forward spots right now, I'm looking at LeBron James, uh, third in SSBA in steals. He actually leads all non-centers in rebounds, so that's powerful as everybody. Um, leading the league in, wow. in minutes per game, um, and he's defending 11 shots a game at 38.9% too. So, I mean, he, he's been, like I said, just when you look at kind of like best two-way players in the league, man, Le- LeBron's been, um, you know, he's been crazy this year. Um, Draymond Green, looked at him right now, uh, kind of the fourth spot. You know, the second fourth spot's kind of wide open between Green and Anacupo, depending on what you value. Um Green's been a little bit better on ball defender, and, and he stuffed the stat sheet as well. Uh, he's actually fifth in SSBA in steals per game, uh, top 25 in both rebounds and blocks. Um, like I said, that quadruple double game he had, it was 25, 16, 14, and 10 steals. Actually set a record there. Uh, just kind of showed his full off-ball impact. But then you got uh, Anna Cooper as well again, you know, putting up uh, almost two blocks and two steals. So I think she's coming down one of those two for that um, – you know, for that final uh, forward spot on the defensive team. And then you got uh, at center, kind of really looking at between uh, Hassan Whiteside and, and Joel Embiid right now. Um, Whiteside has been, uh, you know, that Heat team is actually leading the league in points allowed. Um, I think giving up like 93 points a game, something like that. And, and Whiteside is the reason why. If you look, there's not another true stopper on that team. Um, his entire game plan has just been to funnel as much traffic toward Whiteside as he can, and uh, and he's doing that, cleaning up the glass and blocking shots and, and, and altering a lot of shots, too. You know, there's no there's no stat for that, but you just kind of feel his impact. But uh, but then, like I say, you got Embiid, too, as well. Even with Bamba, Embiid is still the literal center of that uh, of that defensive attack. And, um, and, and, you know, I'll be focused on the offense, but the 76 has got a top-five defense as well, too, that they're running. So, um, yeah. so I think coming out between Whiteside and Embiid there, um, 
but yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm thinking. This what kind of what it's looking like right now for all defense. What you thinking, man? Yeah, Embiid is um, you know, Embiid is a you know multiple winner, and um, it's it's going to be hard uh, uh, to not vote for him just because of that that defense, and um, you know, then you get Whiteside who 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 pretty much kills on the block yeah. uh, and rebounds, and um, so we'll we'll see how it all plays out. I I, I kind of like Embiid just because it, it's it's kind of fun to you know see the same guy over and over. Yeah. And, um, so we'll we'll see. I got I'll have to take a look at his stats and see if they are um, worthy of a of a you know repeat uh, winner again. Yeah. Um, but I know he has fallen off a little bit as far as uh, his stats. Yeah. So. No, and I really think um, and like Sam, we're looking at that though. I honestly think this could be the. Um, I know Anakupo won defensive player of the year last year, but that was still kind of a, a big man. This might be the year that we actually get a guard to win defensive player of the year because when I just look at the um, the entire body of work for both uh, John Wall and Lonzo Ball, man, I mean, one of those guys really could be defensive player of the year. And just, you know, depending what you value, um, you know, Wall been slightly better with the individual statistics, but then when you look at the team defense and uh, – you know that Lonzo's been spearheading. Uh, it could be, um, it'd be interesting. So I probably think it'll come down defensive player of the year. We might have one of those two. We might have a guard win it this year, which would be that would be amazing. So it'd be interesting to uh, interesting to see. Uh, for rookie of the year, it's a one man show. Cole Anthony pretty much all but locked that up. Starting point guard for the playoff bound Utah Jazz. Um, I mean, he's miles ahead of the competition. He's putting up 18 points, uh, almost nine assists per game. Uh, he's done his thing. Um, for the rest of all rookies, I keep an eye on the guy Wiseman and Golden State. Um, the Suns actually got two young guys who step right in around uh, LeBron James and John Wall and Grimes and Rowe, um, looking like solid draft picks. Remember, um, those the picks that he had got from that Celtics trade. Remember, he ended up getting a lottery pick from that from that trade he made in like season one. So, so that was some real nice uh, future GM stuff. And then you got Cunliffe and Carey. Um, Carey's been a beast, man. I don't know if you watched him yet. I mean, that that dude is he's a beast. Uh, you know, they looking like they should be in contention for uh, for all rookie too. But uh, I, I think Cole Anthony from the Jazz, man, I can't really see any situation that he doesn't win rookie of the year. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if it's unanimous, bro. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty much looking like that. I mean, he is most likely going to win rookie of the year, and um, you know, he's just had a really good year. And, just shows you know those top picks you got to start valuing those top picks absolutely man <laughs> you hit on one of those and I, I know this draft wasn't as loaded as some of the other ones um but you know just just hitting on a couple of those guys uh, it just it's it's a it's a franchise well, yeah, franchise franchise yeah, changing it, 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 move it is, it is. You know? it's a franchise changing move man and, and it's cheap too because like i said you look at it now exactly you know like you said same with being positioned with the young guys grimes and Rowe. you know from that still that's just amazing gm work he did you know, seasons ago. Um, now with John Wall, Grimes, and Rowe, you know, they'll be getting developed and stuff. Plus, if, if he loses LeBron, I'll have to go another direction. Now he'll have money that even if he does go all in on the star, he got that cheap talent kind of still developing around him. So, yeah, those rookies, man, just draft picks, period. Uh, they, they go a long way, man. This has been a good podcast, man. This has been a damn good uh, – it's been a good podcast, man. I, I know it's been a while since yeah. we've done one, but we, uh, no, we covered a lot, man. We covered a lot. Yeah, I think so, and uh, I mean, I know that we are looking forward to the uh, the season wrapping up here, and um, we got what three or three three or four days, four days. Friday night is yeah, the uh, the season left. end, and uh, you know the season will start uh, 
you know, Saturday morning. Um, our playoffs will start Saturday morning, and um, man, that's when that's when uh, it starts to get, um, you know, that's when it really starts to get moving. Um, as far as just you know, the intensity of every game and just changes and. Um, man, I'm really looking forward to the playoffs, and it may may even have home court advantage, which will be nice. Because um, every time I've I've been in the playoffs, I faced the uh, the eventual uh, East Finals. Oh man, um, so you, you play the play the Bulls and win, you, you should you should make it to the finals. Exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so um, yeah, we'll see we'll see how that uh, goes. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's been a good season, and. Um, I know uh, there has been a little drama lately in the chat, and um, you know, I don't mind when you guys, uh, you know, talk to me and bring up suggestions. But you don't, you you guys don't need to bombard us with uh, demands and, and, and expect immediate action. I mean, the reason why you don't get immediate actions is because we we like to take our time and when we talk through it. And you know, sometimes people say, you know, I want this, I want this now. Why isn't it this way or whatnot? And, you know, we want to make sure everything agree, everyone in the admin chat agrees with it, for one, and is aware of it, uh, because there's been instances where we've said something and, you know, we, we kind of, we take an immediate action, and then it ends up being maybe not a, a good decision yeah. or not yeah. everyone knows about it, so. Well, you know, the crazy um, thing, too, Swim, a lot of people don't know that, like, me and you literally got a, like, a list of shit so long that a lot of the stuff y'all bring up to us, we probably already got it on the list anyway. It just just ain't exactly. ain't been prioritized there yet, uh, but but yeah, no, but we 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 appreciate it, man. And it's one of those that again, you know, when you're managing thirty different personalities and and, and, and upbringings and stuff like that, you know, trying to please everybody is uh is cool. But uh, but we're always paying attention to the polls and, and feedback and stuff. And, and and again, overall, I think we all here to help each other, man. And that's something that I really uh just love and appreciate about SSBA and because of that y'all thought we were gonna forget uh we got trivia for you right now i think swim get five xp uh he always get five xp to the first five people who dm him to answer so the trivia question for this podcast is this name the six players who i named at the center position that kind of looking like they're in contention for uh for all SSBA right now. So if you you DM Swim, the first five people to DM Swim, the six names of the people who I listed at the center position going to get five XP each. So so the trivia question for this podcast is, who are the six names that fits listed that are in contention for all SSBA at the center position? First five people to get that to Swim going to get an extra five XP. All right. I like it. Um yeah, well, uh, first five people that DM me get uh, five XP, and then uh, you know try and keep it a secret. Don't uh, you know let everyone know. Otherwise, you know you're just giving away XP. So uh, we like to do that just to reward you guys for listening. Uh, we know some of these podcasts can go a little bit longer, um, and you know it just gives a, a little incentive to uh, listen and whatnot. So, but uh, yeah, that I think I'll wrap it up for uh, today's podcast, and um, I think it was a good one. Um, I think we covered a lot and looking forward to um, you know, getting into the playoffs and, you know, starting the uh, the greatest of all time offseason. Man, man. I know I can't wait. It's almost here. It's going to be fun. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, all right, man, I'll let you get on your day. I got to go. I got a Cub game to watch here. So I'm just, I'm, I'm actually talking in parallel parking, which is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's that, that's that Chicago way. Have fun. Exactly, right? All right, man. All right, man. Take-